0: This is the labyrinth of different theologies of how one manifests. Mm. Is it like the girls at the beginning where you do your journal, your thankful journal, and you envisage what it would feel like to have that thing and you place your order with the universe and then you just forget about it and the universe is kind of gonna give it to you? Is it like that? Is it is it like a metaphor? Is it do we have to believe like do we actually believe that the universe is gonna give me stuff? Or is it like a practice that mm. I can that can be helpful to let go of?
3: This Choircast podcast episode is brought to you by the Messy Spirituality Podcast. Hey, this is Jason Elam. Join Lola Robbins, Kyle Butler, and me for the Messy Spirituality Podcast, where we try to empower your spiritual evolution with honest conversation about how to be a better human, taking a critical look at toxic Bible stories, and look behind the headlines for growth opportunities underlying current events. Hey, it's a bisexual hairstylist who escaped a cult, a black mystic, and a recovering Southern Baptist preacher. What could possibly go wrong? Check out the Messy Spirituality Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: G'day, and welcome back to the Ideas Digest Podcast, where we, two optimistic Aussie blokes, explore the challenging ideas that divide us all in order to try and open our minds and gain a little bit of enlightenment and maybe a smidge of world peace along the way
3: a bit of one percent of enlightenment 50 percent world peace one percent a day in 100 yeah. days you're enlightened <laughs> <laughs> i've done 100 episodes am i enlightened? True. maybe it's 0. 0.5 a day Need if you're a hit. friend of the show you're definitely enlightened yeah,
0: this is enlightenment status my mm-hmm. name is conrad this is matt and if you're a new friend of the show welcome of course welcome aboard the ideas digest train we're a train now. If you're a regular friend, obviously welcome. And super friends, super welcome. That means you've gone to ideasdigest.org. You've signed up to support the show. This keeps us alive every day. Thank you to super friends of the show for supporting the show. Your support means everything to us. hundred percent. Matt, kick us off. Review or not a review. Obviously, if you're a friend of the show, or you I just- have had a pretty good strike rate, right? Uh, No, I think you missed the first one. Hit the second one. I'm going to read you a review, which if you would like to join, leave us a review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, every review helps. Matt, here's one for you. Mm -hmm. One star. Doesn't sound like us already. One star. How could it be us? Who (laughs) would leave us a one star review? Well, someone called The Old Mate. One star says, under the pretense of tackling bias, These guys spew bias repeatedly whilst riding their hypocritical high horse. How dare they invoke the high horse? (laughs) Uh, He's using the metaphors against us. It's good. It's good. Whilst riding their hypocritical high horse of being open-minded. I did say that was our, we try to be open-minded. I should clarify that. Once issues are discussed, condescending replies and narcissistic slips are the norm. with a (laughs) let's take it to the parking lot attitude, which is expressed through their say it to my face segment. It's not (laughs) the name of the segment, but I know what you mean. This is totally a true
3: review. (laughs) It's too too esoteric. God, could you see the tears in my eyes as I was reading? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So that is a real review. Yeah. Old mate. Old mate. Probably a boomer.
0: I kind of think I know who it is. Really? Yeah. Super friends will break this down afterwards, but.
3: Wow, I think I know who
0: this comes from,
3: but well, I am super interested. You know, we haven't had many like reviews like that. We got it's one good to keep your ego in check. <laughs> it is, it is,
0: and let's let's be fair. Grammar on this thing, fantastic. Yeah, right. Using the hyphen, I don't even know when you're supposed to use that. <laughs> so, like, well done. Clearly, at least a one episode listen, for sure. Mm. A recent episode listen. I wouldn't say this is a long time yeah. listener. Homework limited, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say on this one, which totally fair. But people, A for effort.
3: We give him an A for effort. People
0: swing by and hypocritical high horse. I actually think I might take that. Because mm. it is a when you're on the high horse,
3: obviously you're a hypocrite. <laughs> but the guy sort of, he can't really, maybe he can't sort of see the forest of the trees because we, we, we joke about the high horse. Maybe he, maybe he misunderstood that. Maybe our sarcasm isn't thick enough yeah, when yeah. we're talking about a high horse. So maybe. Thanks for the feedback, old man.
0: Yeah. I think hypocritical high horse is quite good. We are all hypocrites. We do. I mean, I don't say our spew bias, but I might. Of course we do. We, mean, do. we all do. We all do. We all come from a perspective. Mm. So thanks for your review. If, listen, if you are a friend of the show and you can see the tears, you can hear the tears in my eyes as I read this review. Ooh, shaking voice and Conrad. I'll be honest. <laughs> That one cut through the defenses. Yeah. You know how yeah. I'm always like, oh, just anything's better than nothing. It hurt. Mm. It hurt. Like he, this
3: guy really like well-crafted, mm. well-crafted. He's like- oh, Of course, it's always well-crafted when you use a like a, a name of old mate. Use your name. Come on. Yeah. But that's reviews, right? No one yeah.
0: wants to put their name to it. And obviously to the end segment, take it to the parking lot. I understand how it comes across mm. because I'm like, hey, I do want a conversation and maybe I do want to take it to the parking lot, Matt. But I want to show them the picnic I've prepared because I really think we can be
3: friends. Yeah, I know. that's my whole point. I think of- this idealism may end us up in some fights that we don't intend. We're like, <laughs> yeah, let's meet up. Yeah, let's sort it out. Totally. And the, like, all right, mate. And we see like the like the cauliflower ears. We're like, wait, 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 whoa, wait, wait. <laughs> BJJ, come on! I've got <laughs> a cheese platter. Is this S- so? Some wine, Pinot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I mean, I understand. Hey, I can see how they can see it that way. Mm. Once again, invitations always open. You don't have to come to the parking lot, but like I said, Pinot and cheese awaits. I think we'll be great friends. If you'd like to explain to me how we didn't hit it off, how many episodes you listened to, how could we modify and improve? Mm. Always want to be open to that conversation, Uh, but the conversations better had in person. And I like to share that experience with friends of the show because we can all learn together. Because as we explore ideas on this podcast and as Matt and I personalize a little bit being like, hey, this is challenging for us. We're going to try and explore these ideas. As we do that, I keep realizing that ideas are landmines. Mm. And we've joked before being on the front lines, you know, you're gonna cop a bullet, you're gonna step on a landmine. And I think that's true because as soon as we explore a new idea of which you and I do weekly, mm. we may or may not be un- familiar with it. And we may make a joke of it. Maybe lighthearted, maybe it's shocking. And I make a bit of a joke, you know, one mm. week when I watched the Paul Washer clip, I was a bit shocked and I hadn't been in that setting. You were coming from some background of
3: religious trauma. Slash trauma, yeah.
0: With that. And so, you know, our reactions might offend some people and I totally get it. Yeah. I understand that. Um. But when you critique an idea and explore an idea, it's very, I realize everyone says this, but I'm learning it firsthand every episode, is that when you critique an idea, people can often hear it as critiquing them. These mm. ideas can be very close to a heart, particularly when it's politicized, which I've learned firsthand, and obviously when it's religious. Sure. So we still fear no idea, Matt, although- on would we go. I'm flinching a little bit as if- I'm like Ugh. Oh
3: crap! Conrad sort of signs up for BJJ this week in (laughs) Bali. Yeah,
0: yeah, I got to protect myself in that parking lot. (laughs) You want the cheese platter? I can go to the mat if you want, (laughs) but take the cheese platter. So anyway, thank you uh, for your reviews. Obviously, if you disagree, let us know. But that would be nice. A five star review. We'll probably need another ten to counter the one. So. You know, but at least, you know, we're going through this together. So thanks for that. Let's, let's skip to the episode this week. I'm going to- 100%. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm going to give you the TikTok hook. Mm. All right. Here's what it is. In this episode at Ideas Digest, I'm going to tell you the one secret to everything you desire, everything you want. And that secret is you. Mm. Not Matt, not me, but you. Interesting. Are you in? Yeah. Big sell? Yeah, I'm in. Because that is that is the sell. So I've got some warnings to um, get going here. Obviously, I should just say what the idea is. Manifestation, Matt.
3: Interesting. So did you pick up a book for this or did you go to a retreat? What was the journey to?
0: So manifestation, like I shared the other week, I had a friend who thought, hey, I can manifest money if I wear white because money and wealth is attracted to white because rich yep. people wear white. Black is a poverty color. And I've, I've come across this popping up just in my circles, maybe friends of the show, maybe you've seen it as well. And that's no, all around in Bali where we live as well. It's big in Bali. Like I went to a meditation mm. uh, one, one time and, and it's very much the same language. You, you, you kind of see hints of it everywhere. So I went, okay, this is a broad idea and we're really entering the, the minds of Moria. Lord of the Rings reference right there. <laughs> Matt is like, oh, yeah, I love that oh, stuff. Yeah, I'm painting my Warhammer. So, really this. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously for uninitiated non-Lord of the Rings fans, you're going into the mines and you're like, there's hundreds of different passages. Mm. It's like entering Christianity. Imagine someone coming in and being like, what well, is it, the, the Westboro Baptist Church? Is it Baptist? Is it Protestant? Is it Catholic? Is it Orthodox? Lots of different ways to go. So I'm very aware as I entered this idea, but I came across it. And I did a bit of prelim research. Then I read a book. I want to bring you on the journey of my prelim research. Have a watch of this uh, video for that I have for you now.
4: So you're asking the universe for what you want. This is you writing it down in the present tense. This is the affirmations this, that we talked about. I'm so happy and grateful now that this is whatever it is you want to manifest. Guys, I'm not kidding. It can be Anything, anything anything, in the whole world. There is no wish too big. The universe can give anything to you with the snap of a finger. So you're writing down this affirmation. This is you placing your order with the universe. Okay, the second step is to believe. You have to believe that it is already yours. You have to have unwavering faith the universe will start to rearrange itself to make it happen for you. You have to let go of the how, it doesn't matter the way, it doesn't matter how it's going to happen, it does not matter when it's going to happen. The bottom line is that it is going to happen. You have to know, I am going to have this thing, it doesn't matter when. Let go of time, the present moment is the only thing that matters and if you believe now that you have it, then you will have it. I promise. The law of attraction always works as long as you are not doubting the process. I really wasn't overselling at the beginning. Mm. To get really good at trusting. But once you can do it, you will see that the results are insane.
0: So that's the the surface level pitch Mm. that I'm finding is very common in a certain demographic on YouTube. Mm. The sell I didn't oversell. It is, there's a version of it. That's anything you want, Matt. Mm. Nothing is too big and the method is you have to just believe that you have it.
3: Yeah, I mean okay? I've, I've actually been in seminars where I've been taught this. Really? So yeah,
0: it's been good. So you are seeing some crossover with like Christian
3: No, 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 actual new age oh, stuff. Oh, you've oh. I started encountering it it was actually when I deconstructed like business it world. and then going in the business world. It's huge, yeah. Particularly go to California to a conference. It's Yeah, it's super popular. This Southern California loves this stuff. Okay, and
0: I I would might I would guess that this girl is in southern mm. california just a guess maybe not could be as as friends of the show are listening you know if you're a bit of a materialist a bit of sam harris you're going to be hearing this stuff okay and you're gonna th- this episode's probably really going to agitate a lot of groups of people and you'll see why in a minute so materialist obviously you're like tickle conrad Tickle. Tickle. It's going to be an enjoyable
3: experience. We don't know, <laughs> like, bouncing right now. They're like, thanks, guys. See you later. It's <laughs> like a bench press in the gym. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be
0: a bit of pain, but it's good pain. And you're going to be sore
3: <laughs> later. You're like, yeah,
0: I did that workout. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling really good. So, materialists like Sam Harris is like, this is not how science works. Mm. Like, show me the double blind studies where someone manifested a Lamborghini and someone didn't because they believed it, you know, etc. And then I think Christians are really going to agitate against this. I'll show you why in a in a second. Conservative, oh. re, conservative religious people for sure. Conservative, yeah, for sure. So Even
3: I'll show you definitely some versions where
0: of progressive.
3: Oh no, like yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. I mean. Okay, Absolutely. okay.
0: So here's here's another one. So it's okay. Maybe that's just one person. This is the YouTube research I've done. I mm. read a book as well, but we'll we'll just we'll just start here.
2: Think about your manifestation as when you place an order online. So say you place your order online. Now, you know, it's on the way and you're given a date around the time it'll come. So you're not worried the days that it's shipping across the United States or wherever you are. You're not worried about those days of shipping because you know that it's eventually going to get to your house. So you're just trusting that it will be there and you kind of like forget about it in the meantime. Or you're just excited that it's coming. Try and think about it that way. Think about your manifestation as a shipment, a package that's on its way to you.
0: So these videos outlining, I should say, Matt, take a look at how many how many views on this bad boy. Almost four mil.
3: Probably got better reviews than us as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. 302k <laughs> thumbs. <laughs> this is a this is a pop to so Make know. fun of this one, Matt. Yeah, look no. at how many people. This is a serious thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously we're coming in with our it's biases. Really
3: 27th of May, 2020 as well. Two and, years ago. Yeah, and I think as well, probably hitting a, a new dem, I guess an aspect of a demographic, younger, younger demographic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're just getting into this stuff.
0: So so we're watching these videos of young girls in their room. You know, you could easily write it off and go, well, they sound privileged. They look mm-hmm. like they'd be from a privileged background. So obviously, you know, they're, they're manifesting different things. Maybe... The dad's got the credit card and that's how it manifests things. It'd be easy to kind of write it off and be like, oh, like what's, but 3 million views, 4 million views. You don't sound convinced. About well, no, this is my journey kind of coming into right. it. It's like, these, these are my assumptions and I'm like, I'm just a human. I'm just right. coming in. I'm like, I'm not like relating because I'm not a SoCal girl And I'm like, mm. yeah, totally. But I go, man, there's 4 million people into this thing. And guess what, Matt? Well, I was actually in Italy with my wife, Brooke, whom mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And every day she would pick up her phone, and she'd go, Hey Conrad, check it out. Five, 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 one, 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 mm. two, two seven, Yeah. Like little number patterns. And I was like, oh Rob well, it's like, all right, yeah, you're like, wow, you're you're a guru or of some sorts. And she's like, oh, something's going on. Like this happens to me all the time. Anyway, I was watch- doing my homework for this for this thing, Matt, and I saw this.
2: This is something huge. Um, it's called angel numbers. And so when you start seeing these angel numbers, angel numbers are like when you see 1111 11 or 111, like things like that. That means that your manifestation is she on the doing way. This all the time. And they also have a bunch of different meanings depending on the number. Hmm. So if you ever see those synchronities, whether it's on the clock, whether it's like a number like of likes on. Instagram or TikTok or it's on a license plate or a billboard, whatever. If you notice that you keep seeing a certain set of numbers, look it up online, like 111 angel number, meaning.
0: So something's going on and Brooke is tapping into this thing and Mm. all skeptical Conrad rolls his eyes. Oh yeah, like he's just, Oh, okay confirmation bias like we check our phones a lot sure. in a day and if you're aware of these patterns you know you, you, you're you gonna buy a Mazda you see a ton of Mazdas around that's right so that's, that's all co- skeptical Conrad anyway I go hey Brooke check this out this is what you were doing and she's like nodding she's like yep see I told you angel numbers and I'm like yeah right you knew anyway she reaches for her phone picks up her phone Matt boom 555 five, five. I kid you not 555 five, five. Brooke Googles it and i go and i go hey brooke if that says something about you know how great your partner is and how he's super enlightened Mm. and something like that then i'll believe it do you want me to read what it was yeah brooke googles it 555 means the meaning of angel number 555 manifests in the connection of soulmates
3: Ah.
0: what are the odds no matter if well and then they conrad's (laughs) hair glistening (laughs) in the sun then they temper this down no matter if they get to meet in their life or not oh okay skeptical conrad was like come on stick to the hard, like sell i was really on board um their strong romantic and intimate bond is what the guardian angels are trying to enhance and lead you towards brooke and i meant to be this is i mean what are the odds matt
3: what are the odds that's crazy that's so
0: so that's so that so that's kind of where where it all began and i went okay this is a big deal. Obviously, people on YouTube are picking up ideas. Where are they picking it up from? So, I did a bit of researching, lots of stuff out there. I stumbled across a bloke called Dr. Wayne Dyer. Yeah. Oh, you, you know him? Ah, mm-hmm. oh, well, I stumbled across <laughs> him. <laughs> and
3: I'm going to introduce him to you. How do you know him? You remember from our, he's dead now. Yes, um,
0: 2015. Died Of
3: cancer, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
3: Which he is like the guru. guru Good, I found the the right guy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I went to. I went, all right. And our previous guy from last week thinks he's the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're into it. I don't know where you land on the ideas (laughs) dietic spectrum. You may think he's a genius or the devil. Or the devil. Okay. So you see how these ideas intertwine. Yes. You pick your tribe. Okay. We're going to go into
0: it. Open-minded. We're going to learn as much about this. We could throw stones at some SoCal girls in their bedrooms, but no, no. never. Well, I try not to. And if I do, I'll confess them and then I'll open my mind. So sure. this is me opening my mind. And Matt, this is the thing that I'm going to warm you up to with Dr. Wayne Dwyer. This will really trigger some Christians. Are You ready? Mm-hmm. Some conservative Christians. Here we go. It's a bit of a meditation that he does.
4: All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
0: This is the ineffable secret, the, the secret. ultimate illumination, we go. the key illumination to peace
5: and, and power. power.
0: You are God. No. Not gods. Those are the three magic God, words. yeah. Yes. If you will accept this towering truth
3: Some people won't like and that. dare to stand
0: the no. top, you are not just a part of God, you are altogether God. is God? And God bit, mm. is altogether you. It's like oneness. Now we're getting into the stuff here that's a lot. Scary stuff for a lot of people. We weren't raised to believe that. I'm not saying that you ought to go out into the world and say, "Excuse me," but uh, <laughs> you know who you're talking to—that I am God. Bit of self-awareness. Yeah. So, so he he starts with a bold claim.
3: Super guru, like he was one yeah. of the big leaders of that new thought movement. Yep. Yep.
0: And so you go, okay, how does someone like this and where is? How does he get there? So I read the book. That's a bit more of his memoir. Mm. So I could go into the like and try and work out how it works and all those sorts of things. But I'm oh, that's very, awesome because I've been wanting to learn
3: more about him. Okay, it's like I've heard so much about him, around him, of, mm-hmm. like people talking about him. Oh, Dr. Wayne said this, like super yes. influential,
0: very. And you listen to him is some very interesting stuff. And well, we'll go through it and we'll see how. It all, how it all unpacks. Is he is he guru, guru? What's his qualifications? He's probably not educated. Probably just went to India for ten years, became a hippie, and started doing this sort of stuff. Doctorate from some random.
3: Yeah, meal. from Trump University <laughs> or something.
0: But no, like doctorate in educational counseling. Hmm. So we've got a bit of an education there, and associate professor or was associate professor at St John's University, teaching clinical psychology. Interesting. So I never fact check these claims, by the way. I do know how some people on the internet can make up degrees. Didn't check it.
3: Friends of the show, fact check. Fact check that. We need plenty of fact checking on the ideas, side, yeah? so help, help us out.
0: But if true, interesting. Yeah. From a bit of an educational background there. We begin with, so how does a professor end up man- getting into this manifesting idea? Because he does talk about it in strangely similar ways to the girls that I showed you mm. on the YouTube videos. Here's how his memoir begins. And we'll go through a few key stories of his memoir and you'll see how he's, describing the world around him and piecing it together Sure. so Wayne grew up an orphan mm. and he always knew he was different so he describes just always being different at his core to the kids around him and he seemed he grew up an orphan so Enneagram 4 mm, Enneagram <laughs> 4 inside Enneagram 4 joke they're the special ones yeah. if you're an Enneagram person
3: do the test let us know what you are Matt
0: is a, apparently an Enneagram 4 so, so me and Wayne So maybe he's seeing some... Yeah, so always uh, felt like he was different, a bit special, and grew up with a lot of suffering around him. But he describes his ability to kind of see the suffering and detach a little bit from it. His story is quite sad, you know, his father big time abusive alcoholic abandoned his family he later discovers that mm. he had multiple families across the united states and just would move from one to the other kind of real deadbeat dad stereotype right there and i guess his mom was raising him for a while but then he might have ended up in an orphanage i'd kind of skimmed those details and so he, he grew up with pretty hard upbringing his mm. dad um was obviously a drunk and all those things so he would have suffered a lot of abuse in those scenarios before he was an orphan or when his dad came back into his life. So he would often dream as a kid of like, he's still internalized like a lot of this rage and he would dream as a kid of like seeing his dad and just punching him in the face. Obviously mm. a dad that abandons you. How could you do this? Treat everyone like that. So he's got his siblings and so he's really got that core wound, right? And as Wayne goes through school, he s- continues to notice that he's different and one day, his grade four teacher's kind of like comes into the room. She's teaching her lesson and Wayne's just not concentrating. He's not doing his work. He's mucking around, scrolls a piece of paper, kind of flips it across the desk. And a few of the other kids, He gets them distracted and they're all having a bit of a ruckus. Teacher friends out there, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. This grade four teacher just loses it and just is like, you are the worst class I've ever taught. How can I even... You're not even concentrating. Mm. You're not going anywhere in life. Like really just... Next level anger towards these grade four kids. Bad teaching pedagogy. Yeah. I would assess. And he remembers thinking, you know, grade four, what is he grade? He'd be nine or 10 in grade four, yeah. roughly. And he remembers thinking, hmm.
3: Start singing the song. Hey, teacher, leave, leave those, those kids, kids alone. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably out by then, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: A bit topical. But he goes, he remembers thinking, man, why does this teacher allow us to control her behaviour in mm. her emotional state? Quite an evolved Jeez. thought, right there, to be yeah. having at such a young age. Being like, she's giving over her power to us.
3: It took right. me reading a lot of books to come to those realisations. <laughs> I'm still blaming others for my feelings, <laughs> man. So what? That damn review, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm upset.
0: <laughs> anyway, he goes through school. It's 1958. He finishes school. He's a bit different. That's what I'm establishing here. And he's in Detroit. So if you know anything about your United States states, mm. you would know that Detroit, Matt, is...
3: In the Rust Belt.
0: Yeah, a bit of a Rust Belt. In 1958, would have been a... Michigan. Would have been
3: a... Uh, automotive, automotive powerhouse. Automotive powerhouse, producing lots of stuff. And so he could have gone... And it was become booming, a, like Michigan. Was yeah. So prosperous. Yeah.
0: So he could have gone and become a factory worker. He mm-hmm. was like, nah, not for me. So he went... Well, maybe I'll sign up for the navy like his brother did. No, like his options. So he signed up for the navy, and the navy doesn't sound like the place where someone who's questioning their authority, at ten years old, at ten years old. Now shut up and do what I say as an adult. That's oh the navy. God. So it goes about as well as as you would expect. He's it's a bit of a nightmare for him. He's he feels like he's such an individual and. He's now in an environment Where the individual does not exist They mm. are, Like the army has to break you down You have to be a cohesive unit And you don't You as an individual You don't exist You're an officer And this is what you do for us and Was he an officer Or just a, a sailor oh, he, I don't know I think he was just a Just a guy Yeah right Navy boy mm. Sailor yep. <laughs> Whatever the title might be And he's stuck there And he begins to feel What he's describing As his true self He's like Surrounded by all these people Doing the same thing He's like There's the true self in here Kind of somewhere and it really comes to a head when one day all the Navy shit, all the Navy seamen, what are they called?
3: Yeah. Navy officers. Able seamen. Able. <laughs> all
0: those not pirates, the yeah, Navy men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all ordered to run up onto the, the platform. I, ju- I just watched Top Gun. I should know. <laughs> dick. <laughs> Have you used Kiwi? Kiwi, the dick up the top there. And where the planes land And they have to spell out High Ike High Ike 1958 Or like around that time Who's the president Dwight D. Eisenhower Yeah Known as Ike Man look at me And my US knowledge Yeah Take that Australian audience I know more about The US presidents But anyway So he's got to spell out Like obviously The president's doing a flyover Who wants to see is uh, The the navy And he just He just feels like This is so degrading I'm just at the whim And I just am a number in a machine, in a cog, and I'm just going to go and stand there for the whim of some president as he flies over to go, oh, look, there's the Navy doing as I bid or as the leader's bid. And so he's like, what's he going to do? If he rebels, well, that's not going to end well. He'll get like dishonorable discharge. It can, you know, he can end up in the brig if that's a thing, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And so it's not going to end well. So anyway, he finds his own little solution and he just goes down below deck, shuts the door in a little supply closet and just hangs out for half an hour. And he finds his own sense of self Just within that world Where he doesn't have to be controlled by somebody else And he mm. just gets away with it He just avoids it And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to push against this, this But I am going to do and be true to myself
3: Sounds like you, Conrad <laughs> I'm really resonating with this guy
0: uh, I don't know if I would have joined the Navy But if I did, I'd be in the broom closet <laughs> Probably hiding from getting bullied Yeah <laughs> <laughs> So uh this is, he, this is as he's starting to feel like I can't control the outer world But I can kind of control my inner world So his enlightenment is kind of coming through These little stories that he's telling in his memoir Soon after that he's still in the Navy And he's going to visit, visit his family Can't tell you where Can't tell you when But probably if it's up there in Michigan somewhere Bloody cold mm. And he's going for the weekend Now they breed him tough back then Because he's going for the weekend He's going to hitchhike 20 hours Jeez. In negative weather Yeah. So it's not like just standing on the side of the road And So he, he starts his trip Gets halfway there Truck stop in the middle of nowhere It's probably negative 10, negative 20 out there Just like howling cold wind So he gets dropped off at a truck stop And he goes in Warms up a little bit He's like alright, I'll go out Give it another 15, 20 minutes You can't stay out there long So he goes out And as he's walking out there He's, he's warmed up Opens the door and there's a guy in the darkness Just walking towards him Just kind of slouched over a little bit Bit of a silhouette And they walk past each other And the bloke he walks past says Yeah just it's cold out mate You'll get frostbite Just probably didn't say mate Because he mm. wasn't an Aussie But you know bud It's probably the thing yeah. It's cold out there buddy Just you know good luck And he walks past and he's like "Yeah." He gives it 15 minutes He's freezing it's cold One car goes past and then nothing so he gives another 15 minutes and he's like, ah, that's it. Like, I'm going to freeze. So he goes back into the truck stop. The servo, as we Australians would call it. And as he's in there, there's no one there. It's 3 a.m. So how are you going to get a ride at 3 a.m.? And he's standing there warming up and he looks over. And there's the one man he walked past. And he looks at that man and they lock eyes. And instantly there's recognition. It's his brother. Oh Away. It's his brother who was in the Navy, the older one, and not even Dwight knew where his brother was because it was classified.
3: And then he sees 555 and he's like, wait a second, this is is getting creepy. Then (laughs) Then he looks at the clock, (laughs) soulmates. So
0: it's his brother and they're like, oh my, I haven't seen you in two to three years. This is phenomenal. They get chatting and then another truck pulls in and they are just having such a good time. This truck driver pulls in. They're like, mate, you'll never guess. This is my brother, and they have a share a bit of a moment. Truck I was mate, just hop in the truck. Let's go. I've really ossified this, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. Yeah. Just hop in the truck and be like, yeah, buddy, get in the get in the rig. Yeah. Just we'll go across and he and he meets his brother. And now this is the interesting thing, you know, people thinking, I'm hearing, you know, as you're listening to this podcast, you may be noticing a voice in your head being like, Conrad, confirmation bias. Mm. Conrad, coincidence. Conrad, I, other explanation that's materialistic. This is the difference as Dwight analyzes the events of his life. There, Matt, is no such thing as coincidence. No such thing. This is the universe coordinating our lives and placing things in our path for us. Mm. This is planned and there is a destiny at work behind all of this. Okay, that's how he kind of, he looks at it and goes, the odds on this are too great. There's something greater beyond this. Mm. Many Christian friends Of the show might be like Yeah I'd probably Analyze it Something similar You know So just interesting How the little How the stories diverge On how we explain Some of these things Is it as rational And as unromantic As like It's just coincidence Well well, there you go What are the odds Well maybe both Are the weekend off Like I don't know Um, And the Navy base Was in the same area Who knows Of course they would Someone would be
3: Sitting there going Well it's his retelling Of the story as well There's another one Maybe he retold it that way And it felt as if It's become part of his you know, law. Yeah, yeah. Part of his teaching content and probably-
0: Maybe he collapsed two stories one time when yeah, he yeah, met his brother yeah. in a more like circumstance that was
3: higher odds, who knows? But now nah, let's let's remove that sceptic, yeah, skepticism so and we'll, just be like, assume it's true.
0: Yeah, let's just move forward and go. I, I mean, the odds are pretty great. That's pretty profound. So he uses words and this is the thing that begins my ticking over going, okay, I am hearing these words a lot. One, we've already heard already,
3: synchronicity.
0: Yeah. Okay, synchronicity. And he uses words like quantum entanglements.
3: Mm. Part-time psychologist, part-time quantum physicist. Yeah, so like it's like Sam getting irritated. Yes, by now. Like, and any quantum physicist, he's just staring at his sleep. <laughs> mm, what's it's going? Like, Actually, those guys are <laughs> on that not, podcast. That's not wrong. quantum theory. <laughs> is this is wrong. <laughs> Why didn't they talk to a quantum physicist? <laughs> Why don't they get an expert on <laughs> instead of read a book and just explore the ideas with, with no expertise? No. But like let's.
0: Yep. Let's allow the. Uh... Yes, because Matt, there is no coincidences in the world governed by divine intelligence. Mm. Christians are like, ooh, if I can ignore the fact that he told us we are all gods, I'm with you. Divine intelligence. Divine yeah. intelligence. Um, all things are connected and on purpose, quote from the book. Interesting. Okay. So that's how he views it. This is connected, it's on purpose. Quantum entang- entanglement and synchronicity seem mm. to be these like little clues that that we can wake up to about how things were one and connected in all these different ways. So here's a quote for you. I think this is is like, we all need an appeal to science. So Mm -hmm. he drops it in there. All matter originates and exits only by virtue of a force which brings the particle of an atom to vibration and holds the most minute solar system of the atom together. We must assume that behind this force, the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind This mind is the matrix of all matter. Physicist, Max Planck. No stooge. You know how people drop quotes and say it's from somebody? Mm. Didn't fact check it, but it was in the book. Don't let a fact ruin a story, Conrad. Let's go. Yeah. So anyway, could be what he said, could be not what he said. But it sounds smart. Conrad's confused. Um, Max Planck, no. he's Big dog. Yeah. Big dog. So... And Einstein
3: did call quantum physics spooky Maybe it is Mm. this spooky Matt
0: He's kind of coming through and he's saying So choosing this mindset Of I am more than human form I am a spiritual self And inside is divine This is like the start Wayne begins to notice that he is a co-creator Another word I want you to just mark there He is a co-creator of more synchronistic events in his life. Mm. So he can now create these events that the divine intelligence is putting in front of him. He can lean into it and he can keep going. And he was freed in that moment of our own excessive rationalism. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So he's kind of really placing it oppositional. It's like the rational mind, it's a limitation, Matt. Mm. It's holding you back. This Is where I really like perk up, and I'm like, "Am I being held back? It's a fair point. Am I? What am I missing Let's here? Let's assume he's correct. This is my scarcity. Mm. Now I'm like, frig! Like, maybe I've got to suss this out. So I keep going. So, so it is very interesting that that if I accept this idea that there is this divine mind out there where I have a purpose and it is dropping clues for me to follow and lean into, and I have a purpose, I have a mission, and I am not this. I'm not like a passive pawn in a god's scheme. I am part of this thing and when I realize that I can lean into it and I can I can start to take control of my own destiny, right? So here's a, here's another this is where okay, so this are the beginnings of the idea and this is kind of where it can lead. Wayne sitting in the chair, squeaky, yuck kind of 80s you know like the the fabric chair with that back that kind of wriggles left to right and it just never sits right and it swivels everywhere mm. and it's got the metal legs and it doesn't roll much anymore Ugh. he's sitting on one of these just one of those wheels are broken doesn't work yeah. and he's like Ugh. and the, the little little gas lift yeah. is just
3: super it's, uneven it's, it's cooked you're and, going slow
0: and you're like bang yeah that's right that's right so it's a really bad chair and he's been sitting on it for hours he's in Guam He's been mm. relocated to Guam yeah. It is hot He's sweating It's humid Kind of like Bali today Yeah Just dripping sweat No AC And he's on the computer Doing his army stuff do, 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 do. I'm in the navy Type, 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 And he has been doing this For a long time And he's like Oh man my back And oh, This pain Like lower back And He's got some He's got some swelling there He's like man I gotta suss this out So he goes to the army doc Army doc takes one Look Take your pants off mate yeah that is a polynatal cyst oh googled it matt (laughs) just for friends of the show that don't know what it is a polynatal cyst is in fact an abnormal pocket of skin that usually contains a hair or skin debris and it become and it's located near the tailbone and it usually occurs when hair punctures the skin and becomes embedded, then becomes infected and inflamed and gets really painful. And if it's not treated, it can get really... So it's, it's common, but it's not pleasant. It's not comfortable. Um, and there's various treatments for it. So the doc says, mate, you'll be right. Like I can see what it is. Mate, we'll, we'll lock you in for surgery. We'll cut that thing out. Just in the meantime, while you're here, you're no good for work at the moment. Just help out with some of these patients. Oh, All the other army boys have got this thing too. Same conditions. I uh, just help them change their dressings and things like that. So the next day he's going around and going, man, just let me change your dressing on your butt for you. And as he's like peeling off this guy's like bloody pussy kind of mm. thing. They've just had the surgery, he peels it off. And he's just like, that thing has been butchered. He's describing these like knife marks that have hacked this guy's butt. And he's just like, this is extreme. And he's seeing like so, so many of these like just surgery jobs, hack jobs on just pulling this thing out, stitching it up. And he's like, "You know what? I don't, I don't know if I, if I want to do this. Like, this is raw flesh just being cut out for something that seems like it's a bit of swelling. Like, can I just solve this yeah. some other way?" So he goes to the head nurse after the day, and he goes, "Actually, you know what? Like, I think I'm all right. I've." I don't want mm. this kind of surgery. I think I think it's actually getting better. And they're like, um, hang around, get the doctor, to check it out tomorrow. Then yeah, we can let you go. But we don't want you going if it's still bad. You know, we'll, we'll have, we'll suss it out tomorrow. And that night he's feeling super nervous. He's like, I don't want to get cut up. This is pretty ridiculous. There's got to be another way. And so he goes, you know what? There is another way. And he starts visualizing himself healed. Mm. So he starts thinking, what would it feel like if I was healed? Sending, I don't know, good vibrations to the butt, just like, mm, just heal that cyst I without really... fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind of vibration, yeah, yeah. Good one, Dad. <laughs> and he's he's he's, he's he it. He's really thinking there, okay. And all night, anyway. Wakes up in the morning, and yeah, it's still there. Didn't mm. work the first time. I appreciate the honesty for a good story. You really could have sped mm. up that transition, yeah. but he didn't. And so he's going. He goes to the dock. And he's about to go to the dock and he's got a few minutes. He's like, you know what? I don't think it's healed. He just dips. He just bails. He's like, I'm not getting approval from the dock and I'm not getting cut up. So he just zips out of there. Doctor's busy, as if he probably noticed, you know. He's got a lot more patience, bigger fish to fry. So classic Wayne trend. I kind of relate. You know, sometimes it's not worth the fight. Just do your own thing and bunker down in a broom closet until the storm passes. Mm. So that's his, that's his method. And he, he goes, but he's still got to deal with this thing, this cyst. So he starts like taking warm baths. He's like, uh, like warm baths, trying to ease the pain, ice. I don't know what he was doing. Just some homeop- homeopathy type stuff to, that he thinks like, yeah, it's an infected thing. So he's cleaning it, you know, doing stuff like that. But Matt, he's also sending good energy, good vibes. He's also envisaging himself healed. Hmm. And you know what, Matt? In four days of this regiment of cleanliness, and manifesting healing, he is healed of this polynatal cyst. It's a miracle. The lesson he learned from that was this, and he says it explicitly, the mind, Matt, the mind was able to heal himself and his injury through intense visualization. And from then on, Wayne would always envisage himself as a, just a general practice as disease free. Mm. And he would, he described that he would avoid medical treatment except in dire circumstances. So it sounds like he was like, all right, sometimes like you can't just do that. But for most things, I'm going to visit myself as disease free. Okay. This is not a common idea. I've come across it a lot. We'll go into that a bit later. So, how are you tracking thus far? Yeah, like it's good Familiar stuff, you've kind of heard a lot of yeah. Like you've heard these ideas Read a before. lot of books around this sort of stuff mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and his journey, it's like But his story I'd never heard before So this is yeah, all new to me
0: Yeah, and and it goes through sort of a lot of other There's lots of different stories And, pin, and he's really good at, at pinpointing Here's what's happened and here's how it changed my mind Now get this one, this is the final one That I'm gonna, that kind of goes through his mindset How he gets here So flash forward, he's a university professor now. So he's got that DR on his name. Well done, well done. Read the
3: book if you're going to find the how how that happens, how he just- Man, he kind of skips through. (laughs) He's just like, and then I was at university. Yeah, kind of. Okay, It's a bit like that. Yeah, it's like, and then this story, and then this story, Mm. I guess a
0: memoir. I I would probably do the same thing. I'm like, I think this happened this one time. Um, So he's a university professor now. He's moving towards what he knows his purpose inside him is to teach enlightenment and teach the ways of of connecting with your inner self and moving beyond this illusionary kind of world we exist in. You know, he wants to empower people with the knowledge that he has mm. as well, that we are co-creators in this world. We can visualize, we can manifest things. Like reality isn't what we think it is, man. Mm. So he's moving towards that. And he's kind of teaching in psychology or whatever he was he was in. So he's, he's <clears throat> adjacent to his vision and he's headed that direction he's still got that deep wound and he hears news of his father dying. Somehow, you know, back in the what, 80s, like it'd be weird how you'd find out about how someone estranged from you did. be like, <sighs> they spoke with somebody else and then it got back to you and he's like, oh, he's dead. Wow, okay. And he's got that deep wound. He's like, he just feels like he still has that kid inside of him that just wants to punch him in the face. He goes, oh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into this and I'm going to go and see if I can find... My dad's body where he's buried And I don't know what I'll do But I'm going to go So he takes the time off work Because he, he just wants to see Maybe he can see a death certificate Maybe he can see the tomb Maybe he can just put this to rest in his life So he heads to Mississippi And rents a 1974 Dodge Cool car Google it It's cool And it's brand new He hops in Undoes those heavy nice Dodge doors Back from the 70s Bang, shuts the door And weird for his generation, he's looking for a seatbelt. And this car, as he's looking around, he's like a seatbelt in here somewhere. So they must've you know, had him, but obviously didn't need to wear him back then. And it's, he's looking at the Odo. Hmm. New as like 400 Ks or something like not driven. It wouldn't have been driven with that low Ks, just like factory to here. And he's looking for the seatbelt and he's like, where is it? So he like lifts up that bench seat and underneath is the seatbelt kind of coiled rubber band and in that rubber band, Matt, is a card. And it's not a card for like, hey, YKK zips, check them out. Mm. Or whatever. It's a card for a card for the candle light in. Candle light in. And he goes, ah, oh, that's interesting. Mm. Puts it to the side, unwraps the seatbelt, clips on in, starts up, drives that cool car. And he's he he goes to a another, let's say a diner. Another American Midwestern mm. icon icon. Pulls in, gets a phone book, flips through it and goes, Okay, cemetery's in the area. He's gotta be buried here somewhere. He finds three numbers to call. He calls the first one. Ring ring. Ring ring. No nothing. Hangs up. Dials the next number. Ring ring. Ring ring. No, nothing. Hangs up. All right, there's one place left, man. I hope he didn't come all this way for nothing. He calls a number. Ring ring. Ring ring. Ring ring. Hello? Someone picks up. He's like, okay, great. So he goes, hey, my name's Wayne Dwyer. Uh, I'm trying to track down my father. He's, uh, someone says he's dead. Can you just check if he's buried at, at this cemetery? And there's a long pause. Obviously, the guy's rifling through some papers. Super long. He's like, hello? Waiting. Can't hear anything. He's like about to hang up. And then he goes, ah, yep, we got him. He's here.
3: Whoa.
0: Wow. Like, how do I get there? Well, you know, gives him the direction. Anyway, it's three blocks away, super close because it's a small town. So he hops in the car, starts driving. He goes, okay, second left past the firehouse on the right. And he drive past and he pulls into the car
3: park of the... Come on, Matt, the candlelight in. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought he was there originally. I thought that was... Sorry, it's oh, the diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. A, that was the diner.
0: And he pulls yeah. into the candlelight in yeah, 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 the card that was in... The unrented Dodge. Mm. He was the first guy to rent it. So I was like, what What are the odds on that? So he pulls in. It's like in cemetery, like right there. It's kind of the same establishment. His heart's just pounding. He's like, man, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, he says it's here. And the the bloke he was talking to on the phone walks out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll show you the the headstone. It's He gets there and he's like, yeah, it's just down through there. Go left past the big angel statue there and you'll see the little nondescript heads, headstone right there that's that's where he is okay thanks and he, the guy leaves and he walks off and he finds himself just staring blankly at this unkempt barely mowed like mostly dirt grass patch grave and it's got his father's name on it mm. and he's just staring there and it's just a rush of feelings that he's just trying to work out. Like, what do I do? Do, do I cry? Do I piss on the grave? Like, I just wanted mm. to punch this guy in the... F- what, what What do I do here? I do, like, do I talk to him? And he ends up for two and a half hours just talking to him. Just starting to feel as if something's there.
3: And you know, he, I've, I've got this scene in my mind right now. Yeah. Like, it's a Netflix thing. All oh, sunsetting.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah in like this empty town, and he's just he's crying he's he's, he's maybe raging at, at yeah. the grave and and he's like, oh, all right, like i'm I'm definitely kind of feel like my father's here, that he's kind of been listening. and he kind of comes to the end of what he's had to say, talking about how he let him down and I guess what he was hoping for his life and why'd you do it. And he starts to kind of walk away and he just pauses and he something kind of comes over him and he walks back. And he goes, he says to his dad, I guess at this point, he goes, I feel like I was sent here and I need to abandon this anger. I just still have it. And you know what, dad, I forgive you. Mm. And I don't know why you did what you did. I don't know why you abandoned me. I don't know why you had tons of wives that you just didn't even care about. I don't know why you did that. Whatever was going on inside of you, I don't don't know. Something clearly was, but I forgive you. And I can no longer hate you. And I will always think of you now from this moment on with compassion and love. And you know what? I know that you were doing all you could in your life. And Mm. right now... I just want to send you I just want to send you love from this moment on and he has this just this peace it's just a whole new dynamic it's just it's almost off him the burden's just gone and he can still feel that presence or whatever he's been talking to he doesn't really give it a metaphysic just an impression and he walks down that gravel road out that dilapidated graveyard in that abandoned country town. Mm, you can hear the crunch of the pebbles under his feet. Yes, I can hear it too. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sun setting. Heavy <laughs> dog. Next episode, Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he, f- he he describes it that he says he just participated in a miracle and he was sent there. He was sent there by the divine something mm. to forgive whatever was left of his father, whatever that was. And he describes it as being guided by that invisible hand. And that's the theme of a lot of the stories that he's coming across. Mm. Something will happen. You know, we all have these stories, I guess that we would describe, but the way in which he describes it has this enchanted, purposeful, empowered, redemptive arc to it all. And there's so much in his ideas that it's almost like a theology Mm -hmm. of of its own. But I wanted to kind of lay that picture of how someone sees the world and how they interpret the events that's that's happening in their life. Because it's just kind of more stories like that where it's like I was – I was moving into doing this work and I had this book deal come up and it Mm. just felt like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. And everything just keeps lining up in his life. And he describes it as manifesting. And then a lot of the stuff and a lot of his other books are going into how do we do it? Mm. How do we do it? And it's at this point, Matt, where I go, this is the labyrinth of almost like the different theologies of how one manifests. Mm. Is it like the girls at the beginning where you do your journal, your thankful journal and you you envisage what it would feel like to have that thing and you place your order with the universe and then you just forget about it and the universe is kind of going to give it to you? Is it like that? Is it is it like a metaphor? Is it, do we have to believe, like, do we actually believe that the universe is going to give me stuff or is it like a practice that mm. I can, that can be helpful to let go of? things and like that redemptive arc, like I see so I hear so many themes of religion in that. It's almost like denominational-less yeah spirituality. As I'm reading, I'm like, am I missing something? If I mm. just suspend that worldview that goes, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, interesting. Am, am I missing something? Now Matt, I've just at the beginning of this rabbit hole, I've reached out to a lot of different people. Oh. And, I would, and I'm in the works of getting a few on the show because I feel like I can only explore it as much as I can. I'm an amateur, just like, imagine you and me just picking up the Bible, just being like reading a passage. Yeah, yeah. And we're it's just amateurs. So dangerous. <laughs> 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 well, Sam Harris would believe so. And so would Richard Dawkins. I mean, without a bit of context. <laughs> well, and so I'm happy to be in that same camp. It's like, I can kind of read as much as I can, yeah. but my curiosity with this idea is going, those YouTube girls, does it work? You know, and I'd like to put to them, like, how do you respond to people that might say to you, it's just your privilege. You're just riding a privilege wave. Like someone who's poor, like, like, uh, is it their fault they're poor? Like there's all these questions that come up yeah. to try and debunk it. But Matt, I want to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. And I came across someone who's in Bali right now. I've reached out. A coach. There's plenty of coaches. There's in plenty Bali. of coaches. And I've reached out. But in the meantime, as we wait as Ideas Digesters, to try and connect with the people behind the ideas, that's what's interesting to me and how these ideas work and if they're all those sorts of things. We've all got problems with money, don't we? Mm. So I feel like I found something that might be able to help us as a little practice.
3: Are we using that the very few resources we can afford to hire a coach? (laughs) No, this is free <laughs> <laughs> We as yet don't have a budget <laughs> And I did not blow
0: Negative <laughs> budget <laughs> Negative budget And this is free Okay On f- potential friend of the show's Instagram Okay And I, I'll i give you a listen And I want to kind of like do it a little bit And you know what Matt I will commit to you Here now On Ida's Digest Friends of the show I'm going to give it a go I'm going to commit But you can't just Like mentally commit to it. you got to feel it Yes I'm going to Give it a good crack As much as I can I'm okay. like I'm going to Try and like Okay I'm going to Visualize these feelings But Friend of the show here Potential Friend of the show Jennifer Harmony On Instagram How it goes This one is If you're brave enough To look at your relationship With money Matt Are you brave enough To look at your relationship 100%. With money Okay, you are, good. Me too.
5: If you're ready to have more money, that means it's time to look at your relationship with money. So let's use EFT to through some of those limiting tapping. beliefs tapping. and negative mm. thoughts that you've got clogging up you're your in. mind around money. It's you interesting, it's our tapping. So mm. let's take a deep breath yeah. first and just tune into your relationship Friends with money as it is solution. in this moment, okay?
3: Big, Big
0: thing. <sighs> All right, here we How go. does it
5: feel? What level of intensity would you give it on a zero to ten scale? Ten being like Two, a car crash. One, six Zero being not an issue. You got a number? Okay. into so your I'm collarbone, honest, massaging your chest, taking a big deep breath into your belly again. Exhaling with a sigh. Oh <sighs>
0: you can do this at home, friends of the show as well if you.
5: Let's start off by saying. I have issues with money. She's
0: tapping her collarbones now. Okay, I have issues and with eyebrows. money.
5: I wish I had more money.
0: Wish I had so more money. Tapping head. I think that's right true. I wish I had more money. I'm tapping money my temples now. Money
5: stresses me out. Yep,
0: money stresses me out.
5: Under the eye. Money stresses. Now I'm tapping me my cheeks. Out. Yep,
0: money stresses me out. Under the nose. Why are you I love
5: this? and accept myself. I love and accept myself even with all this money stress.
0: Even with all this money stress. Now I'm tapping my lips.
5: Why am I being punished like this?
0: Oh, why am I being punished? Do I I
5: I feel like money hates me? So I think
0: she's expressing like your feelings of money. Why does money not wanna stick
5: out? Does money hate me? Does
0: money hate me? Is she
5: alright? Side of the body. Yeah, it is interesting. I hate money.
0: I hate money. I hate (gasps) money. I don't know if I hate money.
5: Is that true? I
0: think I want money.
5: Does a part of now you hate my money? Is that what's going on? I won. Let's say out loud. I wonder if it's possible. I
0: wonder if it's possible. If it's possible
5: that I've been resenting money.
0: Oh, have I been money. resenting money
5: for stressing me out? For stressing
0: me out. For stressing me out. Oh, oh, me out. It could be.
5: And that's why money's been staying away from me.
0: And that's why money's been staying that's away from me. Oh,
5: Sam,
3: I is
0: it's my, my
5: resentment in my head. of money? Just
3: feel it, from Conrad. Resentment What's of money could be it a big break for Ideas Digest.
5: <laughs> <laughs> up to the top of the head. I love and forgive myself.
0: I Love and forgive myself for
5: resenting, for resenting money. money.
0: For resenting money, oh, we're tapping in our head now. I've had, really I I've had
5: really good reasons to resent money.
0: I've had really good reasons to resent money.
5: I. I love and forgive <clears> money, money. money. I forgive money for This is interesting. being in my bank account.
0: <laughs> I Deep forgive breath. it for not being in my bank account.
5: <sighs> Under the eyes.
0: Still tapping the face now.
5: I've been beating myself up.
0: I've been beating myself Under up. Under
5: the nose. Telling Tell. myself that I'm a failure.
0: Telling myself I'm a failure. Under the lips.
5: And it really hurts.
0: Yeah, it really hurts. Back
5: to the chest.
0: Back to the chest.
5: I thought that beating myself up
0: that beating myself up,
5: being hard on myself, it's like a
0: self affirmation, mm. now we're like Front tapping the woods, our chest, telling
5: myself that I'm a failure,
0: telling my, I thought, yeah, it's actually going to
5: help me make more money,
0: I thought it would help me make more money, deep breath, she's really expressive,
3: <sighs>
0: oops. <sighs>
5: oops, side of the body, now we just hasn't been working,
0: hasn't been working, clearly, are oh, we <laughs> still tapping, oh, okay, I'm
5: open okay. to the Back possibility, to the
0: I'm open to the possibility. Of
5: loving myself.
0: Loving myself. Oh, that's actually head. hard, to be honest. Mm. Like, Being
5: compassionate and supportive with myself.
0: Yeah. Yep. Compassionate and supportive with myself. I, I am trying to be like that, actually.
5: Being loving Sorry, with myself.
0: Loving with myself. And tapping the top of the and head. Seeing
5: if that affects my relationship with money.
0: Let's see if that affects my relationship with money. My eyebrows. I feel like that Whoa. was. Okay. This how do you, you feel? I feel good. I feel pretty good too my face feels
3: yeah like interesting I'm very curious about this tapping stuff me too yeah
0: I've reached out to Jennifer Harmony Mm -hmm. I'm curious curiosity is highly peaked I've had friends have had big breakthroughs of tapping really Mm. we should talk to them Mm. if you are a friend of the show and you are very familiar with this world obviously i'm the beginnings of my journey unfamiliar i'm fighting off with one arm or two arms that mm. sam harris being like love magnetizes money like well poor people don't love people and you know it's like that yeah, yeah, skeptical yeah. voice always coming in like "Nah, just hold off mate mm. just that's for the super friends of the show we're going to discuss that kind of stuff and be honest without grapplings with it but it is interesting to note, mm. you know, those resistances to these ideas being like, well, I mean, what, like, what does it cost me to just,
3: And I guess you can make the point that, okay, even if you're highly skeptical right now, yep. and friends of the show, they're listening, what's there to potentially gain? What's there to lose? Mm. Like you're not like, we're not asked, they're not asking you for money, like yeah. buy a book. It's not even a seminar. Yeah, It's literally tapping. Well, when
0: you mentioned, she does have courses. Of course. That's okay. We all sell something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these ideas, interesting. So as we kind of map this idea for friends of the show before we, before we end um, it's interesting that at its best, it's like, well, that's affirming. That's nice. Like maybe I do need to love myself more. There's nothing really harmful about that. Um, I have a plan. I have a purpose. It really makes me feel significant. Mm. That's a helpful thing to feel like rather than insignificant. Some people find empowerment when they feel insignificant. Some people find empowerment when they, Feel like the universe cares about them. Mm. Um, a lot of correlations with a lot of, like religious worldviews in in that as well. It really makes me feel like I can I can control the things in my life that maybe I can't control. It feels like some of it's like oh, if I'm sick, I can feel like I have control over that. Mm. Could be a good thing. Could not be a good thing. I'm un- I'm unsure of that. Is there anything you'll notice like at its best? This idea that we know
3: like things like journaling, right? actually boost serotonin for sure. And so Works, yeah, it, it, it's working maybe not on the, <clears throat> our, I don't know, like the magical level that some people mm. are saying. So we just, I like, I I know a lot of people are really skeptical of this stuff. And I think
0: as a default, like many friends, at the show, that's yeah, a de- yeah.
3: I'm like, you know, I can sense myself or, really- or like, this is what, this is what'd be my guess of a lot of the friends that will be listening. They've heard a version of this in church. Have you thought of that?
0: Definitely.
3: When I was reading his book, I was like,
0: oh, bro, put on like a a pair of skinny jeans and a smoke machine and go to Hillsong and you fit in.
3: You know, I've in another life done some, uh, you know, worked in a brief, very briefly in a Christian media thing, who was uh, producing Joel Osteen's stuff. No, the biggest. So I'm in the midst of my deconstruction Conrad and I'm hearing like I'm trying to like piece all this stuff together. And I'm hearing like basically that car park is yours. Like God's called you to be a winner, blah, blah, that blah. Car park is yours. Yeah. Like, so if you go into a car park and people would say, you know, favors not fair. And they'd see the car park open for them. And that slide right into that car park. Favors not fair. Favor is-, is not fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, it's wow. a, so, okay. But it's yeah. a bit of a, so maybe that's been your experience. You've yeah. maybe come from a mega church style culture. Mm. See, I did some digging. So I mentioned like Jack Canfield before. I remember I was watching one of his original <coughs> seminars and, um, and he, he's coming towards the end. And this might sound a little bit familiar to a few people. And he comes and he looks at the camera and he's just like, and he's Jack Canfield smile. You should read Chicken Soup with the Salt. great book. Oh, dude, that was on my bookshelf my entire life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, or well, Success Principles. One of the first self-development books I read, which really change started changing. Yeah. Mind. Right. yeah. Okay. Let's go and do business and stuff like that. Yeah. He looks at the screen, he's like, you know what? The best is yet to come. I've heard that. You've heard that where? Hillsong? Yep. So they stole it. I don't know. I can't prove Royalties. This. Hillsong controversy. Don't sue me. <laughs> we haven't got the money. <laughs> we are in Bali. Good luck so <laughs> we here. um so I feel uh like if you go into the sort of like the the arc of the typical mega church style sermon. It's just yes. about positivity. Yes. like You can do it. And God's called you to be a winner. Let's yes. just look at Joel, right? He's probably the biggest pinata. That yeah, for sure. The Calvinists God like needs poor a private washers. jet kind of guy. Poor washers are winding up those baseball bats to whack. Yeah. Um, because they're there's championing this idea that God's called you to be a winner, to be, you know, and, and things are going to happen. And I was just like, this guy's crazy. Prosperity then, gospel, right, yeah, right? yeah, prosperity. But I've met so many people who've been so impacted by his ministry, positively, and including their finances. They attribute it directly to what he's wow. he's taught them. And so I'm like, oh. I can't judge. Like you know, maybe it, maybe it has worked for them. But I can say this: that this new thought method, this new thought yeah. guys, this uh, law of attraction. Is it Rhonda Bryant? She was an Australian chick that produced that thing that went viral. The book right. went crazy. Um, all those guys I've met, as I said, one of the guys that was in The Secret. Yeah. I've been in that house. If you watch The Secret, you'll see you'll see You've John talking about it. I've house. been in that house. I saw that vision board. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day- Did that work for him? This has
0: influenced Christianity. And if you would like to sign up and give us a hundred dollars a month for the next mm. 10 years-
3: that You will, want to sow that seed. That will be sow for your house. <laughs> I'm feeling right now there's someone that's on the edge and you need to sow a seed Hi. to Ideas Digest right now. <laughs> IdeasDigest.org. Oh, I even need a shower just from, <laughs> just, from, just, from just from even imagining that. that I'm, seeing I'm seeing prosperity. I'm seeing enlargement of territory. I'm seeing a, a, what's the word? An anointing on your life. An anointing if you just go to idisdigest.org .org and, sign and sign up. So obviously a lot of people make money out of this. They and, do. And um, there's a lot of predatory elements yes. to it, which is- which is
0: At its worst. At its worst. And this is what I want. Well, I, I kept marking some words as we went through. I'm going to play you a friend of the show you're familiar with, mm. where I kept hearing this language and it's been in the back of my mind. And it follows the, the question of like, okay, where does this idea lead? Like I was saying, this idea leads many places. Dr. Wayne Dwyer has lots of nuanced stuff then he's got some more radical stuff. That's like, oh, this will make you loaded and rich. Like some big claims. You got those YouTuber girls making some big claims. Mm. Any, any advertising rule gurus out there going, can't be making claims that are unverified about certain things. So where does this idea lead? Like we've mentioned, leads for some people, maybe prosperity. That's what they That's what they say. Uh, it leads to people maybe losing some anxiety over money. Mm. That's great. It can also lead to where friend of the show, Paleo Pete Evans, who I had on the show. Now, Matt- I think friend of the show is a slight stretch. You know, I ran into him in the surf after I interviewed what? him. Yeah. If you don't oh. know this story, uh, it's, this was the one interview- That would've been awkward. Yeah, hey, I don't know if you remembered me. Oh, so anyway. Worse, Conrad. You're
3: like, oh man, what happened on the show? It's just me. it's just professional, man. It's just two guys saying just it. And he's just like, who are you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, thanks. Thanks for the chat. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. And so he, he seemed like happy guy. I don't know if he remembered me. I tried to like sidle and paddle kind of up to him. And I wanted to like say something. Cause if you don't know, go listen to the episode. A lot of, te- this is the most awkward episode I've ever done. Yeah. And I, in my defense thought I was, I actually think I was pretty good. Um, <laughs> like, I don't think he did his homework on the show. And I think he thought that I was just kind of going to be- It was a bit
3: like old mate. He re- miss
0: it was just like- a, I think he, yeah, just did a pass by. And yeah. Just went,
3: oh no, this is, I'm did, getting set up here.
0: Yeah, did a quick look in and he's, and to be honest, I think he was very sensitive because he, I mean, this was, well, the whole story with Bailey Pete Evans. I think I contributed to getting him canceled. <laughs> like my digest. Yeah, like my interview got picked up by the Daily Wire that then got obviously all my credit was removed, which pissed me off no end. One backlink is all we needed. That's
3: all I needed. <laughs>
0: One backlink. They cut me out and like did everything stole my interview with him and then put it on da- on the Daily Mail and it went everywhere UK it blew up Friggin' my interview. Anyway,
3: Sad time. That was ideas. We just need to manifest a better outcome next time.
0: I'm going to spend, I'm going to do that this week and we'll see how, I'll tell you next week, how many people sign up.
3: <laughs> Pressure's on. <laughs> <laughs> on my manifesting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or on friends of the show. And so, feeling guilty for us. Yeah, yeah. They're
0: like, oh, that was a bad review. Maybe we should be yeah, really yeah. like, hey, who knows? You could, <laughs> everyone's thinking, we're going to make Conrad really believe in manifesting. <laughs> I'm going to sign up and then, and then I'll be like, man, it really worked. And hey, it might've worked. So anyway, Listen to some of the language he uses. And in this discussion, we're talking about the COVID pandemic. Mm. And you notice controversial
3: how- Controversial Volmate mate Pete. That's
0: right. And that's what the clips got picked up for sure because he said some controversial things. I was being a gentle guy. Like, hey, what do you say about this? I was trying to push, but not piss him off too much, but he got pissed off anyway. And listen to the interview and tell me what you thought. Did I, was I too pushy? Was I, I was trying mm. to be gentle. I was actually trying to be gentle. Anyway, so listen to his language here about like where this- Idea
1: could lead. This reality is a bit like a game that we're all playing. Now we can, we all. How you play it is up to you. How I play it is up to me. Um, my belief is that we can manifest our dreams. We can bring our our thoughts, concepts, and ideas into reality. And how quickly we do that is up to the individual. We can either play the game of the victim where we blame everybody else for our situation or we can play the creator and I choose to play the creator. Sometimes I get back into the victim, <laughs> victim mentality and but then I'm conscious of it. I go, okay, well, I'm playing that role again. So when we have self-awareness, then we can see how we respond to all the um, information that we receive or we choose to receive and again going back to the start you chose to investigate me through google like that, by the or way. instagram or mainstream headlines you know this it's a very interesting space to be
0: and this is the more controversial angle mm-hmm. what would you what would you farmer. say to somebody that that might say that we might not have the technical training to understand certain things if we think for ourselves like i i haven't studied anything to do with virology so when it comes to me understanding various different viruses and things i don't i don't think i might have that capacity what would you say to someone that says that
1: i would say go with the basics mate breathe live eat sleep love i mean why do you need to be an expert on viruses
0: this is the height of the COVID pandemic. Well, I guess to determine whether COVID's a thing or not.
1: What does it matter? If nobody told you about it and you were living your life without ever, ever hearing of it. Well, I guess they would say that. Do you think you'd catch well, it?
0: Well, I guess they would say that perhaps I wouldn't be in the demographic that would catch it. They would say that I'd be walking around, I'd visit my 90 year old uh, grandma, and then she might die because well, I did that. Maybe that's what they would say.
1: Yeah, he doesn't like it. it. But the people that seem to be getting affected by this are the people that already have at least one or two or three different comorbidities, which is other illnesses. It's
0: kind of like, it's your fault.
1: Uh, It's very controversial. But how did these people live their lives? What choices did they make through their life to get type 2 diabetes (sighs) or heart disease or this or that or the other? Yeah. Did they live... In a state of freedom Or did they live in a state of fear What did they choose to put into their bodies As they diet for the last 60, 70, 80
0: years I
3: guess it's assuming that young people didn't die
0: Yeah, so I guess my point in playing that clip Was this is when I first kind of coming across this language And lots of friends of the show wrote in And like friends of the show with autoimmune diseases I think friends of the show Like it's very, that sounds very ableist It's like, well if you're sick it's on you It's like the sovereign individual, like kind of, well, just don't believe in these viruses or things like that. And so it's like gets really controversial when it gets into the health space. Mm. And so I hear, and so that, yeah, that's where I first started to kind of hear these ideas. So they seem to lead a lot of different places. They led Pete Evans to getting canceled off every major platform and Mm. kind of disappearing from that sphere. And I guess I might run into him again <laughs> in the surf sometime. I actually emailed him after. And I was like, hey, mate, I'm in town. We should catch up. Ghost. No, I think he got back to me, but was like, oh, yeah, maybe or something. And then obviously then a ghost. <coughs> then, a,
3: then a not serious catch up. I mean, correlating Pete's controversial views on the virus. Yep. Someone could say that that's... That's not fully representative of what Dwayne was saying.
0: This is, I guess, my point mm. of where does this idea lead?
3: Could be good. And it bad. depends on the person. <laughs> yeah.
0: But the language is what I'm noticing. The same. We are co-creators in reality. Mm. To what? It, so when I get a friend of the show on, this these are the questions I'll probably be asking. I'm yeah. very curious to know: is this a literal thing? How do I co-create? Is it literal manifestation? Which it sounds like it is. I'm open to that. Mm. And then I'm curious, Conrad mind, I am curious to have that conversation of going, how do you navigate things like poor people and sick people and going, Mm. are they poor because they're not manifesting? Does the divine intelligence not care enough about them
3: to show them? Like these are just questions that I'm really curious to explore. What does the secret really work well in wealthy parts of Southern California? Excellent
0: question. Mm. So these are the questions I'd like to explore. Matt, you and I, we're going to head to a Super friend segment and we're going to hop down off our hypocritical high horse. We're going to share some thoughts, some honest opinions as we grapple mm. with these ideas. And I can unpack to you about-
3: Maybe a few stories of maybe manifestation.
0: Maybe Matt's manifested. <laughs> oh, that's an open
3: <laughs> loop if I've ever heard one. So
0: so go to ideasdigest.org, sign up, support the show. You will get the podcast ad-free. We're running ads now. Leveling up Leveling up I mean it's a great moment for us And you guys are like Oh frig Ads (laughs) (laughs) But we still appreciate your support Free listeners You're very welcome here uh, Because you're just as much part of the show Super friends You're super parts of the show So thank you for for your support You get ad free You get bonus content Matt I actually Super friends are going to hear this week I caught up with Another hater of the show To be fair It's old mate it's a w- twist oh i tried to get old mate once again we'll talk about okay, that okay. Um, i want to know who old mate is yes and i will we're about to tell you that and so they're going to hear a segment i had with someone who is from texas who's pro-life and we had a great old chat uh hearing she was in the comments but you know what she wasn't a hater she was really quite respectful and hmm. and i was like hey let's have a chat like uh, i can't get any haters who leave abuse because i don't want to talk to me after they've thrown their comment on the on the feed. But I had another great conversation with mm. uh, another friend of the show. So you'll get access to that conversation about abortion, how she got there, kind of push her a little bit, challenge her. It was a great conversation. So you get bonus content at ideasdigest.org Remember, let's counterbalance that one-star review, which in fact
1: <laughs> was
3: a review. Come on, give us 10. <laughs> give us 10 seconds. That's stars. how much it's gonna take for us to forget old mates. So
0: log in. Hey, if you've already reviewed the show. Please reach for your wife, slash girlfriend, (laughs) slash boyfriend, slash partner. Grab their phone.
3: I have a very important mission.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sub to the (laughs) (laughs) pod. And five stars. Give us a good review. Include Matt. He needs a nice little ego bump on that one. So thanks for supporting the show. And we'll catch everybody in the next episode.